live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. Uh, being recorded on November 21st, 2017. That means just a few days away from Thanksgiving. Uh, tell me, what's your least favorite dish? Oh, you like that one? I don't. Let's have a discussion. Let's all be phony fucking assholes. I hate cranberry sauce. Oh, I love sweet potatoes. Let's go back to Halloween. Oh, I really love candy corn. Oh, team, no candy corn. Phony, contrived internet bullshit from, uh, you know, escaping from reality, perhaps, I don't know. You know, no, no one in this country will have a fucking discussion, like an actual discussion about real issues politically, socially, whatever. But, you know, you'll fight someone to, to the death about a fucking Mounds Bar on Halloween or sweet potatoes on Thanksgiving. That shows where we are in a society. That's right. That's that, that's where we are. So how's everyone doing? Thanksgiving. I'm not going home for Thanksgiving. It's the first time uh, ever I won't be home for Thanksgiving. I have a lot of different things going on. So, uh, unfortunately... But that's life, you know? Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving. It is what it is. Never in one of my favorite holidays. You know, everyone likes to say the same bullshit. Oh, oh, oh you know what I like? I like when I go have food and then I fall asleep. <laughs> and then if I'm not sleeping, I'll watch a football. <laughs> yeah, 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 got it. Yeah, great, 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 great. Goddamn wonderful. Well, over the last 10 years, too, I've also had to go to work the next day. So it's just like, it's kind of a tease that the whole like, hey, it's a four-day weekend for everyone. No, not for you. It's one day, then a day, then two days. N- never been fun for me, so... But again, not really doing much, staying around the California area. So obviously we're having some sort of tofu turkey, you know, some wheatgrass, something, maybe hug some trees, you know, just ride around the top open on the Prius, you know, all that stuff. I don't own a Prius, but man, do I feel ostracized from the community. Anyways, enough of the cliche uh, Northern California stuff. How's everybody doing? Are you getting ready for Thanksgiving? Are you? Are you? I bet your Thanksgiving's going better than Charlie Rose. Ah! Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. What a week, huh, folks? What a week. <laughs> no, I definitely didn't have Charlie Rose on the, uh, you know, the the pick the next, uh, you know, sexual assaulter, accuser, harasser um, uh, pool. He was not on there. Now, what he does is he really expands the field when you think about it, because now everyone is a is is a is a subject, is a is a uh, suspect, not the subject. So that that one that one threw me. Threw me out of the loop. Charlie Rose is someone that, uh, obviously, he's respectable. But, I mean, if someone says Charlie Rose, there'd probably be like a 75% chance I'd be able to pick him out of a lineup. All I know is he is, uh, you know, he does the serious news on PBS and CBS and talks to us. But, you know, I I don't really know anything about him. He's one of those guys that I never understood about politics. For six days a week, people will go on whatever your assigned channel is to your side, scream and yell like fucking lunatics, be completely, you know, completely ignore the other side and not have a conversation like we do about fucking Snickers bars. But, you know, everyone, let's have a dialogue. Uh, No one wants to have a dialogue. It's all bullshit. But for whatever reason, those six days, people can go batshit insane, just go wacky out of their minds and just, you know, whatever. But Sunday's makes it seem as if it's actually proper. Everyone sits down in a nondescript studio and they talk about the issues. Forget about all that noise and that fluff. No, we talk about the issues that are important to us, to Americans. And everyone sits there and they, you know, it's this normal bullshit from the other six days, but now it's just quieter and slower and it, it means more. So I never understood that, you know, all the Chuck Todds and the, you know, the Meet the Press and the Tim Russert, which, listen, Francesca knew Tim Russert very well. They they got in a little issue with the Imus thing and, uh, you know, Tim reached out to Mike. Mike said, no, Tim died. That's that's the way life goes sometimes. Tim Russert but, dropped uh, dead today at the age of uh, 58 at the Washington Bureau of NBC in, uh, in uh, Washington, D.C. You know that he was a very big part of the fan for many years until all the uh, craziness with Imus and what's gone on since then. 
been strained relations since then with myself and uh, even Dog and obviously I think Tim and uh, that's Francesca for you right there. Now he's also entertaining uh, possibly going to uh, manage the Yankees, which should be very interesting. It's it's come as a joke, like the callers. It's almost like Mike's not in on the joke. You know, and he's not in on the joke at all. Like, Mike, no one really thinks you can manage. Even though the people that call WFN are so fucking stupid, uh, myself included, that, but I mean, the, the real, like, uh, you know, simpletons really think that Mike could manage it because he talks about it on the radio after the game or before the game. Like, they think that that knowledge that he has could really translate into the dugout. Imagine his his fat ass waddling out to the out, out to the mound to make a pitching change in the uniform and <laughs> Mike with his cleats on. Yeah, yeah. Give, give, give me the lefty. <laughs> oh, and the post game, the second guessing from the media. He'd be like Trump. He'd just like, I'm not talking to the media. He would get Twitter, and that's how he would respond to the media. He would he would go into full Trump mode with criticism. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Charlie Rose is the first one. And, you know, what is with, again, I, I said this in the last podcast. Maybe it was the podcast before. But, like, what what is this fucking deal with, with like, I'm not making light of any of these allegations or the, these these actions that have happened, but like you normally think of these situations with a guy drinking or just being creepy, cornering a girl or a woman, and you know trying to do whatever they do. And you know what what is this whole like? Hey, I'm really into you. I'm really powerful. Watch me shower. Like what what what? You know Charlie Rose. I mean he's not exactly you know Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean he's 75 years old. He's, you know, he, he is what he is at 75 years old. No one's expecting you to be Jack LaLanne. And I'm sure that wasn't pretty set in the shower either. But I mean, I'm just being honest here. We're all going to be there. But I mean, he, does he think that like some sort of intern is like looking and being like, wow, <laughs> this is what I've been going to school for. This is what this internship means. Yes. Charlie Rose showering. I don't understand that. And the whole like, you know, just, hey, watch, watch me get off. Look at this. Look at this. You like this? Hey. Why don't you get to be, be like just JFK and just jump right into him and be like, yeah, come on, that's the way it is. I'm reading the book. Uh, it's not exactly a new book, but Mimi Alford, the uh, the intern at the JFK White House who he slept with, I think, on the fourth day of her work there. She was 19. So that's our JFK. Oh, John Fitzgerald. Oh, he's so amazing. Something else. I'm on the hate Kennedy bandwagon lately. I don't know. You know what it is? It's like all the information's there on the internet. If you get past all the, you know, the, the bitching and moaning about condiments on fucking Thanksgiving, you know, all the information's there. Sure, there's lies about the Kennedys and everything, but, you know, the information's there. People just choose not to report some of it, you know? Anyways, not really breaking news there. Not really breaking news at all. So uh, I spent my weekend in the last week, my brother-in-law's here, and, you know, he, he really likes farmer's markets, which... I do too. There's there's an element to it. I know this is a very odd transition there, right? Well, let me let me go back to it because it was a terrible transition. Uh, I just wanted to say I'm still holding out hope. And I, again, listen, these things have already happened, so I'm not wishing for people to be assaulted. Disclaimer, you know, disclaimer, disclaimer. Um, Tom Hanks, though. Oh, boy. If that one comes down, they all come down, Tom Hanks. That's, that's, that's the one. Because if you go any older than Tom Hanks, people are going to be, they're not going to, like, accept it. I mean, I guess Charlie Rose, and he's he's been, but no one. He was like a respectable figure. But I mean, you know, someone some like, oh, yeah. well, Kirk Douglas is like two hundred years old. So that one doesn't count. But I mean, someone like Clint, eh, Clint Eastwood's too big. But you know, someone of like Charlie Rose's age, but not of his like clout, you'd be like, oh, well, you know, they're old. That that was the way that it was done. You know, Don Draper, Roger Sterling, uh, you know, you know that sort sort of thing. But you know, then you, if if you get down to well, how old's Tom Hanks? Sixty something. Maybe he's 70-something. I don't even know what I'm fucking talking about. Let's move back to the farmer's market. Jesus, at least that had a, at least that had a goal or something in mind, right? So the farmer's markets, I, I 
it's it. I like it in a sense that you know you're supporting local stuff, which we always do in North in Northern California. I mean, come on, you support local, uh, but it's it, they bring everyone brings all their shit there. You know, it's like thrown right in front of you. You don't have to just go up and down like at the supermarkets and, and worry about you getting it from the farm, which is just a it's just a lovely idea. It reminds me of like you know like ancient Rome uh, to a certain extent, but with like less 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 incest and nudity, I imagine, but. There's such a sanctimonious fucking vibe to to farmers markets. We went to one the other day, and I don't know what it is. Everyone has to be a freak there. Everyone has to be not a freak, but like dress. So maybe that has to do with the Northern California thing. Honest, being finally honest about that part. Uh, but like, we walked there. We were probably there for a half hour. I had to hear so many people just say the word farmers market. It sounds like a really fun thing to say. Like when people say they're going to the corner store. Like I've said this. Yeah, corner store. Really like the corner store. Yeah, hell yeah, just go to the corner store. You get, you get a nice sandwich. They're real cheap. Yeah, you get a bogey, a Lucy there, all that whole deal. People just like saying farmer's markets. I don't know, make them feel good about themselves. I don't go to a baseball game and just go, hey, we're at a baseball game. This is fun. You ever been to a baseball game? This is a baseball game. Look at the baseball game. When's a baseball game over? I can't believe this is where we're at a baseball game. Maybe no one else has experienced this. If you go to farmer's markets, next time you go, farmer's markets, next time you go, see how many times the word farmer's market is said by people. I... Maybe maybe I'm just maybe I'm just discovering this whole fucking thing, but who knows? We'll we'll, we'll see going forward. We'll see going forward. Uh, so that's farmers markets. Yeah, what have I been, else have I been doing? Not really much. Plan to go to Puerto Rico in a few weeks. Uh, yeah, I've been watching a terrible, terrible show. I'm on season two, by the way, too, uh, on Netflix called Slasher. Uh, I would recommend it to anyone who loves the terrible awfulness of horror movies. I mean, here, here's a brief brief, uh, <laughs> brief plot for you. In season two, it's a whole new cast. I mean, I'm not even getting into all that. A girl, uh, her parents are murdered in a house in some, you know, random town, Waterbury, which could, you know, fit into any 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 state. And... You know, they're, they're murdered. Of course, it was Halloween, obviously. And, you know, she she was, you know, she, I don't know, she went and lived with her grandmother or something. It doesn't really matter. But then she moves with her boyfriend back to the town because that's what you do. You move back to the town. And here, 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 it gets better. They move into the house that her parents were murdered in. So you can see how, how well this whole thing is thought out. I mean, the idea, everything around it, all the elements to put together a good story. She moves back in. And what does she get? Obviously, she gets backlash from the people there. They remember her. Uh, I think her neighbor called her a slut. I'm not really sure why. But, you know, they, they uh, <laughs> every question is like, wait, you're Sarah, whatever her last name is. Wait, your parents were the ones that moved? Where, I mean, that died? Oh my God, you came back? Where are you living? I'm um, living in their old house. You're living in the house of the of where your parents died? I can't believe, and oh my God, would you believe it's the people just start dying? It is it, it, some of the worst acting I've ever seen in my life, but it was, it, I couldn't look away. I couldn't look away. I could not stop. I didn't even understand what was really half going on half the time. I wasn't really paying attention, but it was good. So I recommend that one to everyone. Slasher on Netflix. And, I, and then the they go the, you know, Halloween route. And then the second season, it's the kids out. I mean, the, the first episode of season two is just kids drinking, beautiful, having fun. And someone dies. And then they cover it up. And it's got a little, uh, I know what you did last summer vibe to it. Again, do not expect, expect. Do not expect me to speak English. Do not expect, you know, uh, gone with the wind here. But uh, I, I recommend it. If you're if you're still listening, Slasher, on Netflix, because that was a terrible synopsis. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? Um, 
You have uh, ESPN, obviously, is always in the news these days, and it's usually not for good things. You had Scott Van Pelt, who I don't really understand Scott Van Pelt. Uh, he's definitely not one of like the, the royal band, you know, the, the normal band of fucking idiots that are usually referred to when people shit on uh, ESPN. For whatever reason, he has like higher clout. I'm not really sure why. And I guarantee, well, I, I, I guarantee an element of it in people's minds because he wears glasses because that's really cool. And you, I know you're laughing. Go, yeah, yeah, like that really fucking matters. No, it does. It does. People look at him and they think that he's smarter because he wears glasses. He does. I'm, I'm okay. Whatever. You can, you can laugh. You can roll your eyes, but it's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, he wears glasses. But um, he's a guy that I never associated with that whole you know just idiot crew, idiot crew. Um, but I never also understood what was so great about him either. Uh, he's de- he's definitely a win the day. Uh, the the win the day people who you know the, 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 the this is everything Twitter. The, those people who have to quote tweet things and be like, please watch this. You'll never read anything better than this today. Oh, gotta love him. Amazing. If you don't love the if any if, if you post that if you tweet that I will not click on it because I don't like you telling me what to do. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm so sick of it. You know, this is amazing. You please read. Thread. I love that one now. Thread. You're so lazy you can't even tell me what it is, For at least for me to mock it. You put thread. Because I have time. Well, I do. But like I want to. There we go. Go through all of your threads about whatever stupid fucking subject you think. You know, get a blog and write about it. And I won't click on that and then I'll mock that. That's the way it works. Uh, but Scott Van Pelt, you know... I'll agree to the sense that, you know, ESPN has this... They're losing subscribers. They're losing money. They're, they're losing everything, and a lot of people like to tie to how liberal they've become. Now, I think that is part of it. Do I think that's the large part of it? No, I don't. Uh, I, th- I think... Because I'll tell you, tell you what, you know, people can talk tough on the internet, and people can talk tough on a fucking bar stool and talk to you and everything. No one is calling up their cable company being like... And I'm, I'm echoing, you know, Scott Van Pelt here, but I, no one is calling there and saying, please remove ESPN because I don't like how liberal they are. ESPN still has you by the short hairs in the sense that they have live games. No one cares about the content on that fucking shitty show. They don't care about Scott Van Pelt's show on at midnight where, I don't know, he's really smart and he gets it. I love when fucking people say, he gets it. Oh, because he went on Pardon My Take, a Barstool podcast, and showed that he can, like, get out of his ESPN skin and go somewhere else. He gets it. No, no, I I like him. I dislike him even more for going on that and, quote-unquote, getting it. He's just a bald asshole. That, that's really what it is. Bald asshole? That's a hate crime. We're a sect. We're a group. You can't call us bald assholes. Okay, maybe he's not a bald asshole. Whatever. But uh, he, had, he had some choice comments, and uh, he, he doesn't like people, uh, you know, <laughs> trashing ESPN on the internet, but won't say it to his face. He's got some good quotes. I here. would have intersected with someone that felt that way and would come up and say, hey, you know, I really don't, I think your show sucks, and I think ESPN sucks, and I think you guys are, are doomed, and... Random jumping in here. Emily Lindin, the great uh, Simon Yonkers, uh, put this out to Twitter. Here, Emily Lindlin, she has a check mark, so obviously she knows more than me. I mean, I don't even know where she works. Listen, I don't even know where she works. She's probably better than me. She's going to heaven. No, no, there's no waiting. There's no purgatory stop. It's going straight to heaven. And she, she, she just knows more than me. Um, this is her tweet. Here's an unpopular opinion. I'm actually not at all concerned about innocent men losing their jobs over false sexual assault harassment allegations. Oh boy, she seems like a ball, huh? Boy, I tell you, white men are not getting, you know, the right away that they used to. I'm fucking sick of it. In all, re- in all reality, I don't want to be accused of that. I don't want to lose my job for something like that. But Emily Linden is, is for people losing their jobs and, and having their name thrown in the mud because of false accusations. 
I, how can you tweet something like that out? Like, she's going to have to be reprimanded or something. Well, let me see what shitty publication she works for. Oh, she's a columnist at Teen Vogue. She's writing a novel this month, and she's the founder... Oh, writing a novel this month, that's it. Uh, founder of Unslut Project. Okay, so, I mean, she's a feminist. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you be proud of who you are. I'm not really, you know... Okay, sorry, if some innocent men's reputations have to take a hit in the process of undoing the patriarchy, that is a price I'm absolutely willing to pay. That is just trolling, because I don't even know if she actually fucking believes that. That's, let me get, it's, it's the Richard Deich method. Let me say stuff that, no, no, because Richard Deich doesn't say completely ridiculous things like that, but it says something that you know will erupt, and you know some people will respond with some intelligent things, but you can glorify the fucking mouth-breathing idiots that will contact you. Oh, let's retweet them. Because that represents the whole herd. That that's it's classic, boy. I wish I had a check mark. I could fucking rule the world. Actually, I'd probably be suspended. Probably. Who knows? Anyways, I mean, who knows if she believes that or not? Emily Linden, you know, founder of Unslut. Who knows if she believes it? But I'll give you this: if she doesn't, that's a beautiful job of trolling. Just get the morons to come in to inflate who you are. It, it's a good job, actually. It's it is a good job. Back to Van Pelt, though. I completely uh, got off. Got off track there for a second. Van Pelt, it's funny, too. You read his replies. Uh, you read the replies in his tweets after this uh, podcast where he made these comments with Jimmy Traina, who sucks, by the way. And Jimmy Traina is a guy who I used to like. I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was because here you had a guy working for Sports Illustrated, and he liked Francesa. He liked the Yankees. You know, he was, like, relatable. But he's just like every other fucking go-flow, blow-in-the-wind guy. You know, everyone could, you know, the whole media could come out tomorrow and be like, listen, Donald Trump isn't bad. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, he's not bad. I mean, he's a totally, total poser who just goes whatever way the wind is blowing. So, uh, screw him. I really don't have anything against him. He's just he's just a phony. That's all. He, he could be a nice guy. Who knows? He's a phony, though. But Van Pelt, it's funny, in all his tweets now, all these people are just shitting on him, being like, ESPN sucks, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'll say it to your face anytime. Like, talk about, like, one final stand. Who is he? You know, Custer here? One final stand. ESPN doesn't suck. Say that to my face. Is the one, like, respectable person left at the, you know, at the place is, is asking fans, say it to my face. Say it to my face. That, that, that gives us some sort of legitimacy instead of over the internet. Scott, you only have to look at the, uh, you know, look at the numbers. Uh, what ESPN will, losing $80 million in the next, uh, what, pay, not pay period, in the next uh, ratings quarter or whatever it may be, and laying off a ton of people right around the holidays. Oh, that's great. I hope Scott Van Pelt doesn't, you know, I, think, I hope he's okay. I hope no one tells him that, you know, things suck while other people lose their job. But hey, if you can pay for those huge, beautiful studios, because I always watch shows for the studios. I've never understood this whole where executives get this bullshit from. Why would anyone be more likely to tune into a show because of a fucking studio? Oh, did you see that show? Oh, I love the chairs. <laughs> that is a beautiful mahogany desk. I, I, I love watching them. Jeez, <laughs> I love that show way more than that other one. Not as good, that desk. Eh. Subpar. Never understood it. ESPN, again, everyone wants to put them in the grave, though. I, I always have to end it with this, though. As long as they continue to get live sports, they're going to generate income. Well, not generate income. They're still going to generate a, a heartbeat. We'll put it that way. They're going to have to get rid of talent. They should just fucking get old games and replay them. Just make it ESPN Classic. You know, have one or one or two sports centers a day and then just throw old games. Just get the rights to all that shit and people will watch. People will watch more than any of these shitty fucking facade, you know, these debate shows. 
I bet you you put a you put the Bills uh, Oilers game where the Bills came back in what 1989 or whatever in the 35 to three at halftime. You put that game, more people will watch that than than uh, I, 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 pick some show. Fucking Bomani Jones, does he have a show? Oh, him and him and Pablo Torres are gonna have a show. That game, that Bills Oilers game, will do better. It will do better than Dan Lebetard's show. All of those, like those highly questionable. Oh, that one has Katie Nolan. Oh, she she's another one that gets it. All right, she gets it. Uh, but that that's ESPN enough. I, I'm wasting way too much time talking about the fucking ridiculousness going on in Bristol, Connecticut. I, I, I'm done there. Moving on, moving on. Let, let's talk about a uh, ESPN uh, uh, product that is the NBA, and I'm shocked by uh, the 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 Celtics. I mean, I think everyone is. I don't think anyone expected this. I think the season will be over. With Gordon Hayward going down a grotesque Kevin Ware, Joe Theismann-like injury, which I still have nightmares about. But, uh, you know, what, what, 16 in a row? Kyrie Irving looking, he, he's still, sh- his shooting percentage is pretty shitty, but he does have highlights every night, so everyone sort of looks back that, past that. It's the NBA. Like, it, whatever you do, like, that day, it, I mean, it might be the greatest thing ever. It might be better than Will Chamberlain's 100-point game. NBA, there's no other sport where people lose their shit. They lose their shit more, over, the fans lose their shit more over than, like, NFL fans. And they, they play 16 games a year. <sighs> But uh, Celtics look good. Um, Warriors are back, you know, all that. Sporting fun here. All right. Uh, but the other thing I want to talk about is the uh, Lonzo Ball. Like, he's another one that I don't know how he's doing. He, you talk about every everyone wants to put him in the grave because of his father. And he, you know, have a bad game. It's like, wow, he is the biggest bust since Greg Oden. But I see in this young season, he has two triple doubles already. So I don't I don't know where to rank him. He's kind of kind of eh, not a good look walking away from the fight the other day. I mean, he's absolutely right with his comment. This like, this is the NBA. I mean, they ain't about fighting. No, you're absolutely right. It's all about posturing and, and these ideas that like, oh, you don't want to mess with so and so. Oh, really, really? There's like two of those guys in the entire NBA. The rest are a bunch of pansies who've probably never been in a fight in their life. Oh, what about you, Brian? You fucking get in the ring with Riddick Bow lately? No, I haven't. But I'm just saying. These guys, they were all about posturing and, you know, shoulder to shoulder. You know, it's almost like homoerotic half the time. There are more kisses, mouth to mouth, you know, face to face altercations in the NBA than actual punches thrown. These guys want to make out more than actually want to punch. And I don't blame them. You know, make millions of dollars a year. You want to get in a fight with a guy you've probably known your whole life through some sort of AAU college NBA experience. And you want to get in a fight and maybe lose your career and millions of dollars. No, but it makes for a good story that, that all these guys are like professional fighters and you don't want to mess with them. It's, it's, it's all a lie. It's all a lie. You received oral sex from a family member. You said no. The lie detector test determined that was a lie. Oh, oh my God. Thank you very much, you dirt merchant, Maury Povich. Uh, let's, let's, but one quick thing with the NBA, speaking of the balls, I mean, it'd be, I'd be amiss if I didn't mention it. LeVar Ball and Donald Trump, uh, I mean, what hasn't been said at this point, it's, it's, uh, it's peak idiocy. It's, it's two stupid people. Imagine, again, this is another thing. We've seen this. It's been every conversation. It's going to say it every Thanksgiving. Imagine like five years ago. Excuse me. Five years ago. Yeah, so the the father of these, this, this basketball family, the father of this NBA rookie, and President Donald Trump are going to be uh, taking snipes at each other. Uh, Donald Trump will do it on Twitter, and LeVar Ball will do it on CNN. Stop giving LeVar Ball attention. Stop it. We don't need to do this anymore. This guy is, he's hes nauseating, but he knows he's nauseating. And the more you talk about him, the more he grows. He's on CNN now. What is wrong with people? They're just building him up and up. And 
you're talking to two idiots. You have Donald Trump, who did his presidential duty in getting the guys out, then didn't get enough praise. Then, you know, the the, the father of one of the people, the Leangelo Ball, removed. Lavar says, oh, he didn't do anything, so I don't need to praise him. And, you know, shoplifting in China isn't a big joke. I mean, it is a big joke. You have two people who are in... I, I, are they intentionally trying to do this? I don't even think LeVar Ball, I think LeVar Ball knows exactly what he's doing. He's like, I'm obnoxious. I am fucking just self-righteous. I am, I I am hateable. In, unless you're like the, the one of the star fuckers who just like, oh yeah, I gotta, gotta love him. You know, he's he's such a good businessman. Yeah, how are the big baller brand doing? How is that, huh? I guess it's good enough. I mean, he's getting enough exposure. I don't know how much he's actually selling, but the exposure continues to rise. It, it, it continues to expand. So he's right in that sense, but Joyce, what a world we live in. LeVar Ball, who, who is puke, and Donald Trump, who is puke, battling it out over the internet. Where we talk about cranberry sauce and mashed potatoes. Oh, do you like light meat or dark meat? <laughs> uh, the other NBA story, no longer playing, Ray Allen. Oh, my old friend Ray Allen. Ray Allen, Ray Allen. Uh, who is just a wonderful person, uh, if you haven't heard. And, you know, former UConn guy, uh, I was going to say he won all those championships there, but he didn't. Uh, it was still in the infancy. You know, he didn't have the, the greatest team around him, although uh, whatever. He's always gotten these awards. Let's get to the story first before I shit on him, because, you know, you, you know that's coming. That, that Listen to this podcast long enough. You know that's coming. You know that you know, tell a story, but there's going to be a shitting on period. Just get ready for it. Buckle up. Ray Allen always wins these goddamn awards, you know, as some sort of apex of, you know, Mother Teresa, Roberto Clemente, and Michael Landon or something. But I, I, I've, being in Connecticut and knowing people that knew him, not the nicest guy in the world. Not, uh, not, not, not so much this, uh, you know, beautiful creature of fucking philanthropy that uh, the world makes him out to be. Oh, and guess who won Sportsman of the Year again in the NBA? Good guy award. Oh, oh, Ray Allen has to be Ray Allen, right? Uh, but anyways, well, let's put all that aside. Ray Allen, I guess I would get to the shitting first, but uh, Ray Allen, uh, you know, he's had a little online problems before. I think he sent out a direct message a few years ago, some sexually suggestive language to a to a woman, and it was actually a tweet. But it, of course, we went with the it's the internet version of uh, sex addiction. I was hacked, so he uh, so he got past that, and again, continued to be amazing. Uh, outside of Kevin Garnett's mind, outside of that, he's he's just a he is boy. He he's a good guy. Good guy. But he's been, uh, he got catfished. And then what that means is, well, he was talking to some women online. Uh, you know, they're all very involved in him. You know, he's a married man, plenty of kids. Uh, you know, he, he loves all these women. Yeah, they love him. Boy, what a great thing. Oh, wait, by the way, all these women are the same person and it's a guy. Uh, so this, uh, I don't know how long, a lot of the details are still coming out. Ray has admitted that, that he's uh, been talking to this person. But now he's claiming uh, Bryant Coleman of stalking him. And uh, it does sound a little creepy. Uh, I guess they kept a deal. They, they did a private settlement about, it. let's let's keep this under wraps. But uh, Coleman has violated, according to Ray Allen. And uh, let's see, he's posted, I guess this is online, I guess several social media accounts. He's posted about Ray's wife, Ray's children, Ray's dogs, Ray's homes, Ray's wife's restaurant, and numerous other personal items. Not only post about these things, he would actually post while physically located inside Ray's wife's restaurant in Orlando. And he would make sure they knew it, tagging Ray and his wife on those posts. Now, Certainly does, does sound creepy, and just imagine the crotch shots that Ray Allen has sent to another man. Now, it didn't say that in the article. I'm just, uh, uh, not that I'm pontificating, I'm uh, just going a little outside the box. Not really. Uh, you know that Bryant Coleman has pictures of Ray Allen's penis. Uh, so, I mean, maybe him, Charlie Rose, maybe we are getting into the sports world now of the sexual assault allegations of 2017. 
You know, I mean, I guess in a certain way you could say that some sort of assault, but was it consensual? I guess maybe this is just the breadcrumbs leading into it. I heard them talking on WEI about this. I guess the sports world, you're probably not going to get a ton of it, though, just because these guys are gods and athletes that they really don't have to do these things to get women. You would think. Um, well, unless you're Darren Sharper. I mean, you know, he just rapes everybody. So, But he's in a good place. He's in prison. Speaking of prison, uh, so, by the way, we'll have to see what happens with Ray Allen. I hope we get some salacious details because he has a smug vibe to him. I, I really, I don't know what it is. And yes, it's a Yukon guy. I know I should be singing his praises that shot over Iverson in the Big East Championship. Oh, Allen Iverson and Jerome Williams should have made those shots at the end and he would not be a star because, you know, I don't exactly remember what he did in the tournament, but they never came close to the fucking finals or anything like that with Ray Allen at the helm. Now it takes a lot of people. Okay, we can fucking get the point. Uh, Speaking of prison, though, Charles Manson has left us. Um, I don't know. I don't I I don't have a take here. Uh, You know, I I see some people making it political. You know, Alex Jones, fucking lunatic of Infowars, says, you know, there's a little Charles Manson in Black Lives Matter and, uh, you know, the the Democrats. It's just like, wow. And then I saw some people saying, Charles Manson, Donald Trump, using the same language to get followers. You know, a guy who is in another stratosphere of crazy, let's make it about our political stuff. But let's not have a conversation. But we can talk about candy corn. But Charles Manson is gone. Uh, goodbye, sweet prince. Again, as I've said on this podcast numerous times, never actually, you know, he's convicted of murder, but I don't think they ever proved he killed someone. Now, I think there were strong, uh, strong possibilities that he killed one of the neighbors uh, of uh, Sharon. T- I think it was their second killing spree that he was involved in that, where they, they stayed in a house and they waited, they killed the wife and they got, waited for the husband to get home, something like that. Helter Skelter by Vincent, I cannot pronounce the last name, prosecutor of that, is an excellent excellent book if you're interested in that and i know i've said this a thousand times i tweeted it i know people must see what i tweet online like oh you should read this book and like, oh god brian we fucking get it you're so cultured you're reading maybe they aren't i just feel maybe, maybe i don't know who knows uh and what else did i want to get to we're at the 30 minute mark that means all right start start thinking about stuff brian what are we doing here we got that we got that we got that i guess we go back to no hold on there's one other thing i wanted to talk about what was it Yes, so I, th- I think we'll, we'll call it a day. We'll, we'll, we'll call it a podcast. We'll do another one later this week if I can get some more content. But uh, that's it. Um, remember to listen. iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Leave a review. Uh, I got a nice review to this week from somebody who's very nice. You know, why can't you be one of those people? You know, look at yourself in the mirror. Thank you. Now do it. Follow on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. So uh, I guess that's it. Enjoy. Enjoy your uh, shit. Should I do one for Thanksgiving? Oh, let's talk about the, the likes and dislikes. Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, I guess people still listen to podcasts on Thanksgiving, right? After they listen to their families, right? I guess. They watch all that football. The Giants playing, right? Giants won a game? Oh, no, they lost a game this week. No, they won a game. They won a game. They won a game. They beat the, they beat the Chiefs. Okay, enough. I'm not doing this. With all that being said, I'm out of here. Hey now, you middlemen! Throw away your fancy clothes! And while you're out there, sitting on the fence! So get up your ass and come down here! Cause rock and roll ain't no riddle, man! Good.
Let's sin. Let's go.